For the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to get Rabbi David Heber to uh, clear his schedule for a few minutes. He's one of the busiest men in America. It's impossible to get him to clear his schedule. But finally today, we got a few minutes with him. Rabbi David Heber, of course, is the rabbi of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Kashrus administrator at the Star K. And for us, he is our calendaric trivia expert. I don't like the word trivia, but you get my point. Our calendaric expert here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Heber, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me, Frel Chanukah, to you. Frel Chanukah. Thank you very much. Happy Chanukah. Chag Urim Sameach to you. Um, I, I only found out from my kids last night. I didn't realize this. The whole custom of not studying Torah last night, uh, I thought it was a Hasidic custom. They said it dates from the 14 or 1500s, pre, pre the Hasidic movement. Which yeah, was, could be. I, I, I'm, I'm not such a, a, an expert on on the topic, but it probably was started and then you know Chassidim um, adapted it. Very right. Much. They they, pop, they, they so popular started. they popularized it because of their circum- right, exactly. because of their circumstance and their attitude. Uh, so that was one one thing I learned this Hanukkah. By the way, you know Rabbi Heber, one of our favorite days is coming up. It'll be Shabbos Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh this coming Shabbos. Yes, indeed. It happens. With, it happens. How often? Um, I don't know the exact statistic, but I will tell you we're doing it two years in a row this time. For right, the first time. Right, since ninety five, ninety six. So it's been a it's been a while. Right. So for those, yeah, and by and by the way, again, because it's all about the impression, uh, there are people who said to me that it happens very often. And I said the reason you think that is because it's now happened two years in a row, but it doesn't. Correct. Ha- but it doesn't happen as often as you think. But so, all right. <laughs> correct. So to quote the parsha this week a little bit. Well, first it's actually ninety four, ninety five. Okay. That we had it, uh, but to quote this week's parsha, we have the famine, the feast before the famine. Right. So here we have two two years in a row. We also have a a um, three sifretira, right. of course, coming, which we're in the middle of a six year, at least once. During a six-year span now, from uh, um, 57 to 78 to 57 to 83, which is roughly 2017 to 2023, right. we have three Sifrei at least once, besides, of course, Sifrei Taira. Right. We have, of course, either um, Shabbos Rosh Hanukkah or um, Shabbos Rosh Chaydesh Shkolem, Shabbos Rosh Chaydesh HaChaydesh. We have at least one of those. Right. Now, listen, there's two, <laughs> two droughts that are coming up. Number one, yeah. it's still a while off between... <laughs> 2032 and 2036. Yeah, every year. We will not take out three separate steps from Rishchidosh Nisan 2032. Okay, it's far off for those listeners. You can mark your calendar. We're talking now uh, uh, a while off here. But from 2032 to 2036, we will not take out three separate Torah once, except for Simchus Torah. And, and as the I, last... And, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, the last time that happened was 1812 to 1816. Wow. And it's funny because, as and I always like to point this out, you'll have kids in 2037 who will think that it never happens because you know they will not have seen it in the first few years of their impressionable youth. Uh, but that's Correct. interesting. So it'll be a, a, almost a five-year period like that. Um, all right, so a couple of things. First of all, I'm re- I'll tell you the real reason why we made contact with you a couple of weeks ago to try to get you on the air. We're going to get to that. But I was, re- I was asked to read Parshas Vayishlach's Haftorah, not Vayesha. Vayesha was his past Shabbos. Parshas Vayishlach Sav Torah, and I'm and, remind me to tell you something on that. Okay, I got, I got before we end today. I got to tell you something on the Vayishlach Sav Torah and about Shabbos Rishayish Chanukah. So we, I don't want to forget. Wait, Vayishlach or Vayishlach? 
I want to tell you about Vayeshev. Okay. I don't want to tell you about Tzitzit. So, so I'm, I'm reading the Vayishlach. Now there are different Haftorah books in our synagogue. You know, you have your choice. You could use you could use the large type. You know, if if you have it. Right, right. If, if, you know, I mean, there's a lot. There's that traditional Haftorah book. You know which one I mean. I mean, we have a variety of them. So the one right. I, the one I chose to use, I'm reading the Haftorah and I complete the Haftorah. And I had checked Rav Henkin's Luach beforehand to make sure I know what Haftorah it is. It was a famous one. It was, uh, what was it? It was a famous... Uh, Ovadia, Ovadia. Right, Ovadia. It, was, it, it was the entire Sefer Ovadia, right. It was the entire Sefer And then I get to the end of the Haftorah, and in that Haftorah book, it says Haftorah for Ashkenazim, meaning that according to that Haftorah book, I had just read the Haftorah for Sfardim, and that the Haftarah for Ashkenazim is, and I panicked, as you can imagine, because I'm like, oh my gosh, I just read the wrong Haftarah. And sure enough, I, I delved a little deeper. The regular Luach, Rav Henkin, etc., nobody mentions anything. There's different Minhagim. Everybody's supposed to read the same Haftarah. But in this book, it does say <laughs> that that um, that the, the, the Ashkenazic community is supposed to read the Sephardic Haftarah of Vayetze on Vayishlach. Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've seen it inside. But for some reason, it's not popular. The, the, it's it's the, no no one has. It. In fact, I believe even in the arts Chumash, which is very when they put it together, they were very didactic right. to right. to deal with. You know, uh, the, the, today's um, how how the minigah Olam, how the the world at large does it today. They actually in that case, whereas many haftiras in art scroll, they give you two choices between. You know, Svardim, Ashkenazim, Chassidim, etc. By, by, I believe in the Vayishlach, it's just, it's just a vadya. I believe that's become the standard of Torah. Right. I want. I don't want to say world. I'm going to say worldwide. Although I, I fear that I'm missing some kahila somewhere. Right. Right. Do differently. Right. <laughs> but, but, in, right. but in general. That's become the the haftar. In fact, it's the only we'll call it a complete safer. I mean, it's right. really trails is the complete safer. Right. Besides Yoyna, it's the only time we read an that we lay in, book, right? we lay an entire safer. I bet you can imagine my panic. I'm sure you. I'm sure. I'm sure. I know. <laughs> I mean, can that you reminded imagine? me <laughs> years ago. I once got. I once got. Um, uh, before we have a class now in shul, but this right. is actually this was somewhere. Or this was somewhere else where I got the the haftar for Shavuos morning. And now she was morning. I laid out of a. They didn't have a cloth. There was no bakari, so I laid it. And of course, she was morning is is the is the Maisa Rakava, a very famous haftira. Right. And I'm reading the haftira, and it skipped. There's a place where you're supposed to skip, and then just do like the last pasuk. That's how haftira of, of Shavuos works. But I didn't realize that, and the Gabon didn't tell me. And everybody's, you know, a lot of people are just half asleep. And I'm just going on and on and on, waiting for this pusik, which never, which really never comes until you finally get to it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I had, anyway, we had another one. Yeah. I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? Go, no, 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 we no. Had, go, we, go ahead. We had another one recently. I don't remember what parsha it was, um, where the haftor, where some of the haftor books say you must add a pusik or two to end on a happy note. And the people reading it in my shul insisted because it wasn't in their chumash that no, we just end the haftorah. And I was I don't remember what parsha was. It was recently. Really? I don't know if it was Vayetze or Vayetzara. Told us so one we of have them. that sometimes. I mean, that's it's a common. Uh, right. You know, uh, uh, we have this where you skip to to a happy Tishabov, for example. I believe right. Tish, uh, Tishabov, Tishabov, I think is a skip to, to something happy. Right. And there are there are very other places where, where in fact. Mishpatim, I think we spoke about this on the show. It's not Nagaya this year, but Mishpatim actually goes backwards to read a, a, a Pasuk. Right. It's a Rashash, and Yuma speaks about this, Dafayan, 
where you, it's the only place we go backwards in Aftira. Right. Like, look, look at the Chumash. Right. You jump back, which is amazing. Right. That, that's amazing. Pretty cool. Rabbi David Heber's with us. All right. Uh, Hanukkah. Uh, uh, ha- ha- there, there are times, as we've discussed, where we do, where we actually read the Haftorah of Mikates, meaning we never do it because it's always Shabbos Hanukkah. But next year, next year we will be reading the Haftorah of Mikates because Shabbos Hanukkah will be one Shabbos Hanukkah and will be Vayeshev. That happens next That's year, correct? In, and then it happens again in 2023, and then not again until 2040. So my question to you is: Is it a, is it a 19 or 14 year cycle, and it happens once in each cycle? I don't remember. I think I think you once. No, stole. not really a cycle. It's independent of the cycles. It really ties into the day of the week of Rosh Hashanah, which is not cycle. That's based on the time of the Mila, the time of the new moon. Right. So basically, what happens is is that the only time. Rosh Hashanah, when Rosh Hashanah is a Shabbos, okay, Rosh Hashanah is a Shabbos, then you will lane, and here's actually the first thing I was going to tell you, in this week's Haftarah, it was a clue to when we lane the Haftarah, because mm-hmm. there was a Pesach this week's Parsha, and this week's Haftarah by Yeshev, it was just lane, the Pesach said, if you blow the Shafer in the city, that's right. the Pesach, half a Pesach, the rule is, if you blow the Shafer in the city, you will lay in Vayeshev's Haftarah. You will lay in this Haftarah. But if it's if Shabbos... You don't blow, right. If you don't blow Shifer the year, it means you don't blow it because it's Shabbos, right. then you don't lay in the Haftarah of Vayeshev. And here's what happens. One of two things happens. If you have Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, and there's 30 days in um, in Cheshven, right. then the first day of Hanukkah is Shabbos, which we're not going to have for, for a number of years now. First day, and you have two Shabbos Hanukkahs. So right. The first Shabbos Hanukkah is Vayeshev, second right. Shabbos Hanukkah is Mikates. I believe the next time that happens, I think it's 2035. So wow. We're, we're, we're far off from two Shabbos Hanukkahs. Wow. I may be off. It's a long, it's a long haul. I can look it up right here. I remember um, when, I was, when I was younger, I remember it happening uh, like with regularity. Yeah. It's funny. Correct, correct. It's about, um, it's, it's going to be in seven years from now. So wow. what does that bring us to? Uh, um, 2026. No, it's not 2026. No, I'm sorry, not 2026. We'll have that. Yeah, 2026. That's the next time, but it hasn't happened in a while. Now, if, and this is what's going to happen next year, very interesting, is that if Rosh Hashanah is a Shabbos, and there are only 29 days of Cheshvan, right. then Hanukkah is on a Friday. So right. the first day of Hanukkah is going to be a Friday. Right. The second day is Vayeshev. The last day of Hanukkah is going to be Friday. The next day is going to be Mikates. Now, get this. The following Friday is going to be December 25th, Asar Bateves. Right. So one year from today, we'll be fast going to, on, on English Day, is going to be a fast day. Wow. And it's going to be the Friday after landing after of Mikates. Very uh-huh. rare uh, um, event. Very that, uh, interesting. That, yeah. All right. Now, here are the two reasons why we called you. <laughs> with, with, with only two minutes left in this conversation. Here's why we called you. Uh, Rosh Chodesh uh, Kislev, not Teves. Rosh Chodesh Kislev was Friday, correct? Am I right about that? Was it Thursday, Friday, or Friday? What was it? I think it was Thursday. Am I right? What was that? Which- Kislev, this, this month. Wasn't oh, Ro- Kislev, yeah, yes, Thursday, Friday. That's it, it was Thursday, Friday. So we wanted to say Kiddush Levon on Motzei Shabbos, and we did, and then people commented on our app, and I don't know why, uh, how it came up on the air, I don't remember what we were discussing, that we weren't allowed to say it that Saturday night because it's within the period that you're not allowed to say. Then I checked with you, and you said that the Mola, the birth of the moon, was early enough to do it. So what is the guideline? Not Kislev, not this, not, 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 oh, I'm sorry, Kislev, when was the battle for Kislev? Hold on a second. I'm I think I think it was now. Wednesday. Am I right that the mullah was yeah, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, no, you were good. You were good. I'm right. sorry. I'm getting so what is the guide? The, what is the guideline then? 
The guideline is 72 hours From after the MOLA. The MOLA. And that the means, and, and even if that happens in the middle of the night, meaning if that 72 hours is at midnight Saturday night, you could say it at midnight. Except you're not going to see the moon because at the beginning of the month, the moon is only up at the beginning of the night. Ah. It sets a few hours after sunset. Got it. A few hours after Shkia. Got it. So you got to catch it, right? You got to catch it. Um, if, if the Mylan occurs, let's say Wednesday night. Right. At, uh, at 5 o'clock, right. then you're good to go. Right. There is a discussion whether you change the time, which is not for now, but, but for sure you're safe. If the mullet is Wednesday night and you make the time, and, uh, it's good. And then, good go. and then another reason we called you is because we are aware of a synagogue that announced Vesein Talumatar for Wednesday night, but they didn't realize that if it precedes a, a secular leap year, it's got to be Thursday night this year, right? That's correct. Yeah, people. Talmud was December fifth by right. Mariv. So it's always um, December fourth. But if you're about to have a leap year in Feb in the upcoming February, then it has to be December fifth at night. That's correct. Here's another way to remember it: if the primaries are about to start, then it's <laughs> December fifth by Mariv. <laughs> <laughs> we postponed to say Talmud there for a day if their primary is coming up. After all, <laughs> everybody's, after all, everybody's preoccupied with the debates. After all, so we, we give <laughs> we give you a little break. Uh, all right, I really appreciate your time, Rabbi Heber. Um, someone told me that in 1948 there was no Shabbos Hanukkah. Right, we've done this before. Sort of. Right, we've That's done That's an asterisk. Right. Friday night you had it, but you didn't have it by day. That is true. That is true. What? But it was by night you had it a few hours. It was on December 31st. Oh my gosh, is that funny? I don't know if that person realized that. Uh, and of course, we. I think it was a few years ago we discussed that there was a certain calendar year, secular year, that had no Asar Bateves because one fast was in December and then the other one was correct. The, is, but then, so, but the interesting thing about this, someone pointed out to me that this 1948 thing, no Shabbos Hanukkah, you know, an, an asterisk and quotation marks, will not happen again for like a massive number of years. Like I, I don't remember, I, I don't remember if they said a hundred or a thousand. Like I think twenty forty three. I think is the next time. Oh, but it I is think that. Then you're gonna have a. Oh, so that's I think not you as actually much. clear it. You clear it totally. I believe that it's you, it's no shops kind of at all. Oh, so it's um, so it's not the, as far as we thought. Another another twenty years, we're well, gonna have it. Twenty forty three is a stickle off, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, but they were they, they were thinking like hundreds of years. Like for instance, they thought that the Thanksgiving Hanukkah. Uh, a combination. Remember, we had Thanksgiving on Hanukkah a couple yes, of years back. Yes, yes, they, that's they, never going to happen. That's never. Oh, that's the one. Maybe they meant that's the one that that yeah. that won't happen for another what? How many years? Never, ever, ever never happen again. Because ever. because you have a it, it had extremely early Hanukkah, extremely early, it, even early. It's the earliest year possible, and it was a day early even. And then you had Thanksgiving on the latest possible day, and on a Thursday. So to combine those, and it was this, you needed Thanksgiving wow. on. On the twenty eighth of of November, wow! And uh, and you need a Hanukkah now. Of course, had Roosevelt not changed Thanksgiving, we might have had a better chance, right? Because in the forties, he made it the fourth Thursday right. of of November. The, of November instead of the last one. So, as I always but, like to point out, our grandchildren will never know that you can have Thanksgiving and Hanukkah on the same right. day. You're right. That's right. 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 Unbelievable. Now, two two things yeah. I wanted to tell you. One, this really for a different show, but your your listeners are going to be asking you this all year. Why is the Milet so early this year? Oh it's yes, uh, in general, in general, the Milet is way before Rosh Chodesh actually takes place. Correct. The rest of the year, the rest of the year, it's like that, and the reason is, is because Rosh Hashanah this year, the Milet is going to be on Thursday afternoon, shortly after noon. I think about two two thirty p.m. and it just misses the cutoff. Therefore, we have a rule when the Milet of Tishrei falls out after noon. Rosh Hashanah is the next day. The next day is Friday. 
and you can't have Rosh Hashanah on Friday, Le'adu Rosh, so Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos. So because that Rosh Hashanah has to be Shabbos, we have to add two, a day now to, to Chesron and Kislev to make sure that in Tishrei everything works out. And because of that, Rosh Chodesh is running later than the Mailad. The uh-huh. Mailad doesn't move. The, the moon stays the same. Right. So you'll notice, your listeners are going to notice the entire year, the, the Mailad is going to be running early. And that means Kiddush Levana could be said relatively early, but it cannot be said relatively late. In other right. words, this month, the last day to say Kiddush Levana is going to be the 13th of Tevez. Wow. It's going to be shocking to people saying, why can't I say it on the 14th? It's not halfway. The answer is it is halfway past halfway because of that early milad. So wow. listeners have to watch out. And I always, Keep an eye on the weather. And I always thought that Kiddush Levana was always till the 15th, but I guess it's only when it's a quote-unquote normal month. Then it would be till the 15th. Correct, wow. correct. What's the, the second last thing? thing yeah. is, last thing I, I wanted to say is that we talk about Feast of Famine here. We have the three, we have the longest benching, of course, the right. Shabbos, 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 Hanukkah. Right. And between 2025, 20, 20, 20, it's going to happen. And it won't happen until, listen to this, 2039. What is it? What is it? That The three, the, no, the longest no, benching? No longest benching. When you make that longest benching in 2025, <laughs> then you won't do it until 2039, which means kids that are born, listen to this. Yep. If a child is born, let's say now after January 1st, okay? Right, right. He's not going to be, in, you, you got to assume a child in kindergarten benches the whole benching, you know, benches the whole benching. I'm sorry, first grade is about when they start to bench the whole benching. So if somebody's born, after January 1st now, they will not be in first grade in 2025. They'll be in kindergarten. Assume they will not do the whole benching, which means the first time they will ever save this longest benching of this Shabbos will be 2039 when they're almost 20 years old. I love it. I love it. Well, I told you. I told you that you know that generation that I was part of that uh, did not believe that you could have um, Erev Pesach on Shabbos because right, right, from right. 54 to 74, it didn't happen. So we were like, exactly. right? and then we were kids in 74, and right. we went, what are we Correct. doing? Correct. We were like, what? This is impossible. We have to change yeah. the calendar. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like this, because I was a kid. Everybody was so excited. Right. I was so excited Oh, I, 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 Are you kidding? I love this. Rabbi Heber, you're the best. A Freilach and Hanukkah to you, and thank you so much for joining us. You too. You too. To you and your listeners, I give best regards. Rabbi, care, bye-bye. Rabbi David Heber is the rabbi of Kahal, obviously, Charles Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Kasha's administrator of the Star K, and as you heard, we always have plenty to talk about when it comes to the Jewish calendar. People are amazed that I could just continue to add more and more topics to these conversations. It's a, it's just incredible. More coming up. The Y studs are going to be joining us at JM in the AM. <laughs> <laughs>